Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, the nonprofit ninja, Natalie Jablonski, is here. That's right. Specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Hey, Natalie. Hey, Marjorie. What are we doing today? We're having a wine on one. one. Clink. Clink. Oh, I'm with real glasses. Still real glasses. I mean, you know, we... I. Managed not to lose them in the last couple of weeks. That's so. impressive it's because great. a lot of times in nonprofit we store things away when we can't find them again. Exactly. Well, or we have board meetings and maybe a wine glass is needed somewhere or something like because that. Because of the board meeting? Maybe, <laughs> maybe for the board meeting. I don't know. <laughs> well, it is smells delish. It does. You know what else is a really delicious it. smell what, what's that, that I love a lot? What? Uh, pumpkin spice. Oh, ew. <laughs> You're not a pumpkin spice person, are you? Oh, well, I'm a big fan of it. Um, I don't even like I the actually, smell of it. Like, I don't know. I think something about it just, it, it's, it commercializes the whole holiday season and it bothers me. Well, I feel like it's only like the last two years. Well, this like is before true. that it well, was people cool. seriously freak out about it a little bit more than they should. That's I know true. I'm going to get a lot of probably hate email because of that. Yeah. And I, that we probably just lost our endorsement from Starbucks that we and could possibly a, get. We, we lost big pumpkin spice. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, my only problem I like problem pumpkin beer. It. Does that count? Oh, that's tasty. Mm. Or it can be. Sometimes it can be gross. Because sometimes you need a little alcohol to get through the holidays. That's true. Speaking of holidays. Yes. <laughs> do you ever or do you or have you celebrated any holidays at work? You know, we, I have. Uh, with the organization I'm currently at, this will be my second holiday season. And I think that's always tricky for an executive director the first year mm-hmm. because you aren't really sure what traditions are there. You're yeah. not sure what previous executive directors or administration did. Um, expectations are either really high or really low. And do you keep the same traditions? Do you start new traditions? It's Ooh, tough. Yeah. You've been with tough. your organization for several years. For a long time, 15 years. And we've actually, our, our Christmas traditions have changed over the years. Depending and do you on call it Christmas? We, we do. We have a... So that's tough too. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Now we have a, I guess let's call it 100% of my staff is, is either Christian or was brought up Christian. Okay. So we don't have um, any of the other major religions represented. Among our staff base. Right. But amongst our, your listener base. Our listener base and our volunteer base. Do you change any messages on the air um, because you're a radio station to do like a happy holiday type yep. tribute? Do you? We do some happy holidays. We mix them up. We put in, you know, happy holidays. We put in Merry Christmas. We do all the different ways you can say it. Um, I feel like the more that you worry about how, how you're saying it, I know the, the worse it's going to be. I now, agree. The one thing we do, though, we send, we send a, Chris, a Christmas holiday card to all of our volunteers and our major donors you don't put an ask in it do you god no oh thank you That's listen so to tacky. our own show so tacky remember that show we talked <laughs> yeah. about that oh at pave nope this As is just... jimmy fallon would say it's low i'm back in my sack no so i so that's the only time that i'm like okay we're gonna put a joy message or that's we're gonna so put nice. something that's holiday neutral i like thanksgiving so. cards Thanksgiving cards are so nice. I'm starting to see a few more nonprofits jump on that Mm -hmm. wagon. And I love it because you're going to send them an appeal typically between Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I always feel like it's like, oh, here's our Christmas card. Oh, by the way, here's my letter that asks for money. (laughs) And then when you combine them, of course, don't get me started. If you're listening to our show and you haven't seen that, listen to that show, you need to go back and listen to that one. Um, But it's, I I like the idea of Thanksgiving. It kind of kicks off with first, hi, we're really grateful. And then it has a nice, delicate pause, and then it asks 
for donation separate in a different a different yes. envelope. Yes. Yeah. I like that a lot. So if somebody maybe opened your Christmas card and thought it was adorable, or your holiday card or whatever they'd like to call it, they think it's adorable and maybe they'll think you're adorable. Now I have used our Christmas our Christmas holiday card as I have a hard time not calling it Christmas card, by the way. Well, it <laughs> so, depends on your personal tradition. Yeah. Right. So um I we have used it to kind of highlight our accomplishments of the last year. I think that's lovely. So and one year we even included how many pounds of barbecue we ate that year. Well so, that you know. <laughs> I want to know why I'm not invited to those parties, but it's I think that's kinda just nice. Tuesday <laughs> that was just on one day. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kinda nice to be able to do a reflection because you think a lot of people during the holiday season, especially during the December in December, mm-hmm. right? You have Christmas, you have New Year's, uh, plus so many other just reflective opportunities. Mm-hmm. That uh, throughout different religions, that that's a time whenever we look back at the year and say, what have we done? And uh, looking at what we're grateful for. And there's a lot of gatherings around being celebrated, grateful and enjoying each other's friends and family. So I like that look back. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of nice. I actually stole it from like a, a family holiday card. because Oh, that's called got R&D. Like, that's research yeah. and duplicate. Exactly. Yeah. Totally appropriate. So, yeah. I figure if we can tell everybody that Timmy lost his teeth this year can tell everybody that we serve so many people this Absolutely. Year. <laughs> and I think that's kind of neat for the connection value of we're not just saying we wish you a happy holiday season, mm-hmm. regardless of when we're sending that card. Mm-hmm. But it kind of gives it another purpose. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. I like that. Now, I've been in organizations that are very large nonprofits uh, with a very diverse, not only client base, but also employee base. Got to be a lot more careful. There. A, l- a lot more careful. And I think just a lot more sensitive mm-hmm. uh, to understanding how people may interpret your actions. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily what your intentions were. It's the interpretation of your actions that I Teach. worry about. Uh, so one of the one of the best things I think I've ever seen done was um, the organization itself was rooted uh, in Christian traditions. So mm-hmm. they were celebrating Christmas as a holiday based on those traditions and their mission. But... Because they wanted other people to be aware of other traditions that were happening in other faiths during this time, the same time of year, they actually did a call out to the employees and said, if you celebrate a holiday in your religious faith that you would like to help us learn more about, we invite you to fill out this form. And so they filled out a form with their name. It was optional name, Mm -hmm. um, department that they worked in, um, what the faith was that they were describing, what the tradition was and why it was important to them. And so even if it wasn't a religious activity, but it was something that was just maybe a tradition that was important in their family, Mm -hmm. it recognized this. And it said for those that were tied to their religious preference, it explained why, what was Mm -hmm. the importance behind it. And then uh, they put all these on a bulletin board that the staff went by on a regular basis during the lunch hour. Oh, cool. And what I found interesting reading it was it was meant to be a more inclusive activity, right? Mm -hmm. But what I found after what the project was all done was I learned so much about, oh, that's why that particular thing is done. Or what do they talk about when they light this? And even Catholic traditions at this point, because Mm -hmm. it was a Catholic based organization, they were talking about, well, when you light different candles and what does that mean? And what does it talk about the season and why do you do these different things? And so people who perhaps were working in a Catholic based nonprofit didn't understand the Catholic traditions because they weren't Catholic. It helped that. Or they were bad Catholics. Well, <laughs> that could be too. Um, and I will let you figure out with uh, the bishop what that means. Um, <laughs> but it cross-referenced uh, for them to learn as well. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of neat. I had more people that came up and said, I had no idea. Like, I had no idea this is why this was done. Or I'd never even heard about this tradition. Or I love this thing that they do with their family and why they do it. I'm going to start interpreting that and putting it in our family. And it was, it turned into a real nice sharing moment. That's really cool. I love that. 
a couple of years ago, we, uh, my, my family is Polish and we decided, my mom and I, uh, unilaterally decided to start more Polish traditions in the family. And so one of the things is grabbing a kind of almost a, like, a like a communion host sort of thing. Um, it's, I think it's called the Oplatic and, uh, you pass it around the table at Christmas Eve. And I think you're supposed to say why you're thankful for the, you know, or something like that or what you're wishing for for the next year. Um, this didn't go well. Um, my brother and sister-in-law were on the floor and giggles. My dad was just like, I don't know what you're trying to do here. And everybody just thought it was terrible. But my mom and I thought it was really going to be nice, but it, it didn't work. But it is kind of neat to see other, other people's traditions and see how those could apply to yours, um, which I think is kind of fun. Now, from a, from a PTO standpoint. Yes. If you are Take time a, off for those board members yes, who are listening and yes. are trying to scratch their heads and figure out what that meant. So a lot of us give, um, you know, Christmas, Christmas Eve as a holiday, um, maybe, maybe Easter or Good Friday, um, other, you know, rooted in the Christian tradition holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, now if you have a good amount of Jewish or Muslim or people of other faiths who don't celebrate those, any ideas on how to handle that? So, so that they can celebrate their. I've seen it different ways. In fact, I had a, a friend of mine who worked for a Jewish organization and I thought the way they handled it was very, Interesting. I had not seen it before that because it was, they got off on all these different Jewish holidays and Mm -hmm. they were closed and it was paid while they Mm -hmm. were closed. But then Christian holidays that came up. So you think, think Easter and Christmas, Mm -hmm. they were expected to work on those days. Okay. And they were told they could take those days off if they wanted to celebrate, but they had to take vacation. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, most of those who were in the Jewish faith didn't take them off because that -hmm. wasn't something that they were having activities on that day. Right. Sure. Um, And I thought, that's so strange. Sidebar, (laughs) time pause. And then I went, well, wait a minute. I work for an organization and we don't have necessarily faith rooted uh, regarding our mission. But I let everybody off between Christmas and New Year's. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anything about it. And if somebody would want to take off something a day because I would have them take a vacation day. So I wonder mm-hmm. what the difference is. And I think it's just, you don't know what you don't know until yeah. you know, and then you can't not know anymore. Uh, so I, I think, think you have to huge. almost work with what works best for your organization and the roots of the organization. And then also what your clients expect. Ah, uh, that's huge too. Yeah. Right. So there's, are you going to be open on this day? All right, if you're a 24 seven operation, does it make sense for you to close on Easter, even though it's Sunday? Yeah, your uh, your homeless shelter cannot do that. Right. You can't say, I'm sorry, everybody out. It's Christmas and we're all, you know, going home. That's, um, that's bad. People. Unless you're bringing them all home with you, which <laughs> then would be taking your work home with you, literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I think it's kind of, it's not only what the employees expect and what the organization expects, but I think that's the big kicker, too. What do your clients expect? Do mm-hmm. they expect you to be available. And if you're closing your office, do you then have an emergency phone number that's on the, or some sort of call service? Even Mm -hmm. if it's normally not a call service, do you have something during that time Mm -hmm. and say, for that time, we're going to contract for a week and subcontract to a call center. And if there'd be an emergency, do you not have those situations? Do you have someone who is on call? Mm -hmm. And if so, are you paying them for that on call? Not Ooh, necessarily, right? There's a whole FLSA <laughs> drama about that, right? Put so, the exempt person in charge. Of thank it. you so much. <laughs> yes, let's do that. That way, you don't have to learn any new rules, right? Uh, so I think that, but I think we forget about the client. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're so worried about trying to make sure that our staff are taken care of, which are good. We're good executives like that, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we need to remember the client and what does the client expect, and that may mean that there needs to be one person 
in that office or in that or for safety too, depending mm-hmm. on the, your you know situation. Um, and just know that you have to rotate that, uh, the place yeah. I worked before it was 24 mm-hmm. seven. So we couldn't close at Christmas and just kick everyone out. Uh, so the question just become, well, how do we rotate that? Mm-hmm. And we all took a turn and, uh, it would be like every three years I'd have to work Christmas and every three years I have to take Easter and everywhere. And it wasn't all yeah. the same year, but I would rotate through. And, you know, my family got really used to it saying, Oh, it's, it's the, it's year number three. Mom's mm-hmm. going to work Labor Day and 4th of July. Like we just kind of knew. Too. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of nice to kind of know. I was thinking that another good option for that would be to, if you were in a 24 seven situation, might be to offer, let's say four, I don't know, a good number, floating holidays a year and pull out all of your ho- your religious holidays and say to your employees, you, you take these like when you want them. yeah, and maybe you even make a list of appropriate ones to take. I don't know. But you, you know. have that crazy hippie. We're going to have unlimited PTO strategy Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, we just kind of hope that eventually somebody shows up to this <laughs> building. And-, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to our show for the first time and you have not heard that episode and I just blew your mind, mm-hmm. that's another good look back episode to have because yeah. I wonder for people who do have unlimited PTO, mm-hmm. so what happens when they all say, we none of us want to come in between Christmas and New Year's? And if you have clients to serve, do you have to prep for that? How mm-hmm. You know, managing that type of situation, it can yeah. be done, obviously, totally as long done. as your client's services can still be met. Yeah. And I, I'm actually kind of one of those mean bosses. I won't let everybody off between Christmas and uh, New Year's no because fair. that's when the money comes in. Well, this I is I got donors true. to think. I got things to do. It is really difficult. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's really important for your for your donors, your, your donor staff to know what those rules are with mm-hmm. regards to accepting gifts and postmark versus dropped off versus the date on the check. Oh yeah. You know, um, so make sure as you're, as we're approaching the holidays, ask yourself, are you aware of what these rules are when it comes to being able to count that gift in that appropriate year? Oh, and yeah. that There's some real big rules around that. And you want to make sure you're on the right side of the law when it comes to do it. I had someone once, uh, it was beginning of February and they said, Oh, I just found this check and I forgot to give it to you. <sighs> and it's dated <laughs> December 31st. And so I need that tax right out for last year. And I'm like, no, yeah, I can't do that. And I explained to them the rules and, um, we actually lost the donor over it. Wow. But I felt like it was a, a compromise we had to make in order to make sure that, you know, I don't look good in orange. No. Orange jumpsuits are not my thing. Mm-hmm. Now, let me just, I look cute in a lot of things and I could probably figure out how to accessorize it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want orange as a new black. I, well, Come up with is, good stuff. This is true. And let's just face it, if we're going in the holiday season, orange is a perfect color, right? But uh, it's the whole <laughs> like channel size. time thing that I'm not a big fan of. And so you really do need to know your rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously I'm uh, exaggerating for the sake of the show, but I'm not exaggerating when it comes to the importance of knowing what those are. So if you uh, are in donor management, if you're in an executive role, if you're in board governance, mm-hmm. ask yourself, do you know what those rules are when it comes up to the December 31st donations and what the laws are and, and how you can or cannot give tax credit? Those would be good things to brush up yeah. on. Maybe we should actually brush up ourselves and do a show on that oh, as we get a little closer to the end we of could, the year. Except for I have a rule. I don't give tax advice. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Because I don't need anyone coming back and saying, well, Natalie said, and then play this for the IRS. And then they're like, well, we'll go talk to her. Uh, but perhaps we could get someone who does give tax Oh, advice. somebody we, who knows We have what some good doing. friends in that family. So we'll see if we can't get someone on here to help you. So you let us know, comment on the show, if that's a show that you think that you would like to see, and then we'll try to get it in for the holidays. Yeah. And let us know how you, uh, how you handle inclusive holidays in yeah. your office. Yeah. From, we'd love some ideas. Yeah. Because obviously this is a an area where there is a lot of room for 
improvisation and a lot of room for error too. Well, this is true. And you know what? It's it's also a great opportunity for wine, which is why this made it a great wine Wine on on one. one. Thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.